What's going on? You already know what it is. It's your boy Samad Savage. Skill with it. Give you so much more. Now I've just ordered the actual analog version of this. I've seen yeah, you've seen this somewhere. Now let's just crush that shit. Now y'all going about top five. Who was your top five? My top five is um, it starts with Lupe Fiasco because he has lyricism, flow, um, consistency. Um, complexity. Like, he has so many things on top of each other. Now, Eminem has all of these things, too, but I feel like as far as concepts goes and sticking to concepts, Lupe Fiasco took it to another level, and that's what put him ahead of Eminem, more so in about, like, I think that was, like, maybe... Whenever, whenever um, uh, Tetsuo and Youth dropped, that's when I made that decision, because I was like, yo, I've listened to Eminem for years and years and years, and I still love him, and I still think he's dope to this day. But... When Lupe dropped that, I was like, yo, I had to take a look back at all of his discography, and I was just like, yo, nah, there's, there's no way this isn't my favorite rapper. Lupe, number one, uh, uh, Eminem, number two. And the last three always switch around. Like, it's not like in any particular order. But, um, uh, big pun. Common. Okay. Now, people don't even understand how much Common influences me. No, I, I understand Common, because every album Common put out, I, I He's never put out a, a, a truly whack album. Even that one that we all thinking about that was not that good. Yeah, even that one that wasn't that good, like, still has some crazy... Like, like he still wrapped his behind off, it's just the beats was different. But, um, yeah, Common and uh, Big Daddy Kane. What's your intro music? Because that's a real... Unique top. I've never heard that top five, and I've never heard anybody break down the criteria because my my thing was always the top five. I always wonder what was the criteria. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Joel is the greatest. Like what's the criteria? Well, mm. So I always wonder, and, and I never really heard anybody break down what the criteria was. Like you did. How old are you? I'm um, 23. 23. So I thought he was younger. So now, what's your, <laughs> what's your what's your intro to music? Like, how, what, what you what did you come up listening to? Like, what, like did you, what did your parents? I kind of know that. Have a, I kind of know the answer. That. That's what's funny. So what, what, what's your intro to music? My all I can say is like my mom always listened to radio, like whether it be High ninety seven or Power Power one hundred five. Like I, I pretty much grew up on that. But what I remember is when I was in my grandma's car, I was listening to a lot of uh, Tupac. And when I'm in my grandfather's car, I'm listening to Eminem and DMX, which is so ironic because those are the only two rappers he listened to. Other than that, he only listened to country. <laughs> I, I would say as far as MOP goes, I, I don't remember my mom actually buying any of the albums or anything like that, so I didn't hear it from her. But my father, biggest MOP fan that I know, maybe other than you now. <laughs> and he um he had a, he actually is, is friends with a, a Billy Dance. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, he uh, they 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 somewhere up in the Poconos and whatnot. Like they heard my music and whatnot. Nice. They heard it when it wasn't as good as it is now, which I always regret when my you know favorites hear it and it's like not where it could have been. But it's it's nice to know that he got to meet his 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 uh, biggest inspiration, right? And he was cool to him. Yeah. But I I want to give him my top five. I want to see his reaction. Absolutely. 
because this is this is just out of curiosity, and this is no particular order, but it's Karis one, Trash. Ghostface, Trash. Red Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, nah. we, we can turn the camera off, turn it back on, and then we can really go. Nah, that's viral. He said track. Karis. Nah, track. nah, I'm joking. I'm, nah, nah, Karis one is is uh, probably my top fifteen. I hit all Red Man all day, every day. Oh yes, 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 yes. My favorite MC though is Ghostface Killer. That is an absolutely amazing MC to choose. I think if I was a little bit a little bit older, he would have been in my top five into the great debate of Rakim and Big Daddy King. And I, I I looked at it like, oh, so this is their Jay-Z and Nas of that time. You know, I really tried to like study the history as much as I could. And I was thinking like, yo, if I was living in that time, who would I have picked, had picked? And it's not, and I, since then I've ironically seen Big Daddy King perform and Rakim perform. Mm, and man, case. <laughs> yeah. He's not a great live performer. Yeah, but he's still one of the greatest MCs of all time to this day. But you know, just like the charisma that uh, Big Daddy King has is the reason why Big Daddy King made it to my top five over Rakim. Not even hip hop, I love when music is timeless. So, you're 23, you've been doing this since you were about 16, am I correct? Officially? Officially? Putting out music? Yeah, uh, since I was like 16, 17. I would say 17. I know that you've been producing since you were about like 9 or 10. 8. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And you do most of your production on most of your projects, right? Yep. And you're considered a producer. Yep. I see you sell tracks and everything. Yes, sir. <clears throat> now, how is it being an independent artist that has to do everything. It's lovely because I have all of the control, but it's, it, it can be uh, overwhelming sometimes. Do you ever, have you started reaching out, I'm assuming you started working with outside producers now? Yes, yes, um, but it's really gotta like stay right with my spirits. Like I probably get maybe about two or three producers a day trying to give me a, trying to give me a beat, but I don't want anything that I feel like I can make on my own. I um, made myself a promise that I was going to try to refrain from sampling until I could uh, 100% figure out how to get a sample clear. Not only that, but with good timing too, because I don't like anything holding my music back. So I don't sample that much. Okay. But you can still sense the inspiration of, you know, soul and funk and blues within my music sometimes <laughs> sometimes you can even get like uh like edm and electronic music in there too because i'm inspired by many different things you like dubstep oh well, it's not that new it's about like two years old now but future bass it is crazy it's so crazy it takes production to the next level it's as if like like somebody like had like a great gospel record producer and put that producer's soul into a robot <laughs> like I don't I don't know how to like fully describe it but it's it's amazing I don't think I'm considered local right because I have a small following in Chicago a small following in uh, some town in Germany some town in uh, uh, in the UK like that's how I'm pretty much running it right now a small following in t Toronto but I can't get to these places unless I grow at least a medium-sized following right I, I do feel like I'm stuck in a bubble I'm in this situation in particular right now, where I can get signed to a really big label, I don't want to put it out there, mm -hmm. but a really big label, but I was told that if I could at least get to 15,000 followers, I could have a lot more leverage in the contract. Yeah. So, 
I'm on the move of try, uh, trying to get to 15,000, but in the past couple of days, I maybe got like like 40, which is good, but it's like, I'm just looking like, yo, how, like I need, to, I need to go viral or something. I need to figure out how can I really get to that next level without losing myself, of course. Or you want to keep your integrity? A lot of people think that um, I'm pro-independent because I do everything myself, which I am pro-independent, but like being pro-black, that doesn't mean you're anti- White. So, so I'm not. I'm not anti. I'm not. I'm not anti-label. It's just about getting a a better deal. Like I don't know what J Cole's exact deal was, but he's definitely flourished as an artist and has been able to eat off of it and take care of his family. And that's what you're looking. For. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Even if it's not the best deal in the world, it's like I don't mind having a, a crappy job for a few years. Some people go to college for like eight years working at McDonald's that whole time. <laughs> so I'm not really gonna complain about being signed for eight years making, I guess, uh, a million a year when I could have made three million a year. It's like sometimes you gotta work harder and be humble. I see you have, um, you got some conscious content on, um, on YouTube, uh, with Trayvon and Mike Brown. Oh yeah, that was, that was like my second mixtape though. Then I see you, you have, it's like a minute video about weirdos. What's your, what's your connection with that whole, uh, what's your connection with that whole uh, vibe? Uh, well, as far as the first video you're talking about, that was a, a while back, but I understand when you search something on YouTube, sometimes different things pop up. Yeah. But um, the other one you talked about is one of my more recent videos. It was in promotion for my album. And the vibe of that is I, I had myself falling from outer space and I edited this video myself. Um, I had myself falling from outer space because I feel like to be like a weird kid or a weird person, you definitely always feel like you don't belong in this planet or you feel like you should have been part of a different generation and stuff like that. So I wanted to capture that feeling visually. And uh, the lyrics at that point, up up, up until the whole minute is, uh, uh, bully, 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 you can never pull me down. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never make me drown. You throw objects at my head, it just develops as a crown. Uh, call me names and gather round, I turn that into a crowd. W-E-I-R-D-O, I'm not evil like a Kino, I'll be sliding from this space. Uh, yeah, what's your song was? Whatever, whatever the popular one was. Pop song? Yeah. I, yeah. The mix is not that fucking amazing. You worked on this? No, no. I was about to say, yo, how That's do you know reference. about this? Come on, man. I'm a student of music. I don't know. I don't know, like, anything about this. I morph into a hero. See, you thought I was a zero, but I run circles around you. I don't want to let the world discover you, especially when God taught us how to love. So, that may sound like it's not sung like that at all. <laughs> I just want to read off the lyrics. But, um, it's just pretty much like being able to turn all of the negative things around you into something else. As I said, throw objects at my head, but it developed as a crown. Call me names and gather around, but I turned that into a crowd. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that your conscious material has prohibited you from reaching that commercial, that, that, that commercial piece that could probably, probably get you over to that 15,000? Uh, I don't feel that way because I keep a balance of commercial uh, stuff within my music because I don't think commercial is necessarily a negative thing. It's, it's, it's popular for a reason. So every once in a while, like I, I go from boom bap to, you know, Lex Luger's snares and stuff like that. Like in a second, it always changes up. 
so I was I was watching the videos, I was studying videos, and yeah, yes, you, you got a real unique creative vibe. Thank you. Where does that come from? I would say that that comes from God, cause like lately, I've been the only reason I've been able to get to where I'm at is because I've been feeling limitless creatively. I, I, I started teaching myself that I could literally like walk into a middle, middle of a road blindfolded and unless God will it, I'm not gonna die. So I took that and put that into my music and made it feel like, all right, I need to go 100% hard. There's absolutely nothing I can't do unless God don't will it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm unstoppable as far as I'm concerned. There's a um, there's a video you had where you on a train. Mm, on a train, yeah, yeah, the uh, real some shady one. So were you actually on the train? Yeah. And was somebody actually recording you? Yeah, yeah, sure. And so now you talked about limitless, right? Mm -hmm. So in order to do that, you got to put fearless into that. Yes, know? yes. So where does that fearless, fearless factor come in? Because a, a long time ago, I realized that all of us, even adults, we're all just kids trying to figure this life stuff out. Like, nobody 100% knows what's going on. There's some people who think they do. But since I've thought of it like that, it's like, why should I be scared of children? I don't know how else to put it. 